progressive Democrats, please be aware you have now entered the place where political correctness goes to die. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed, it is eight minutes after 10 o'clock into hour number two now. Thanks so much for, uh, for being with us. We're going to forego the Reagan Open to start this hour because we still have two great guests to get to, and I don't want to make them wait any longer than they have to, particularly because I can't wait to hear especially what our next guest has to say. But it is a free-for-all Friday when you have time to get in, get in. It is the seventh morning of the fifth month of the year of our Lord, 2021. I told you the story last week. I believe it was last Tuesday that there was supposed to be a school board meeting for the Vail, Arizona School District. Um, and uh, apparently things didn't go quite as planned for the school board. Governor Doug Ducey in Arizona lifted the statewide mask mandate, which should make everybody celebrate breathing freely and deeply once again, actual oxygen instead of their own CO2. But the school board president declared, nope, not here. It may be lifted on a statewide level, but our kids are still going to wear them in our schools. So they had a board meeting. Parents said, yeah, well, let's just see about that. Hundreds of them flocked to the school board meeting. And, well, that's where we're going to pick up the story with our guest. Joining me now is one of the parents who flocked to that Vail, Arizona school board meeting, Carrie Liebick, joining us now to tell us what happened then and where things stand now on AM 1420, The Answer. Carrie, welcome to Cleveland virtually. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having us. And you got the story exactly right. We all showed up in droves just trying to share our message that our children really were suffering mentally and physically and we just want an opportunity to address the board and let them know that we really did think that they should consider removing the mask mandate or at least making it optional especially for our children who have medical exemptions because our executive order was written that if you have a medical exemption you did not have to wear a mask you just had to maintain a six-foot distancing which everybody's doing anyway so our school i guess power hungry just kept us in constant (laughs) lockdown a lot of our children were basically kicked out of um their opportunity for public education last year due to that very oppressive mask mandate in our school district. No children were allowed to have exemptions for any reason, and mask breaks and things like that were completely unheard of and very, very rare if they had it. So a lot of our children are suffering, and I I don't know if you heard this, but our suicide rate in our tiny little town where everybody knows everybody has gone up 300% in the last year. I did hear that. That was going to be one of my questions yeah. for you about that. Uh, let's <laughs> let's back up a little bit, though, Carrie. Um, I want to talk about yeah. after the governor lifted the mask mandate statewide. What was what what set the parents off? In other words, what did either the school superintendent or the board or administration or whomever? What did they say uh, to the parents to let them know? By the way, what the governor did here does not apply in our school buildings, and 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 is that what really set the parents off? That's exactly what set us up because we anticipated the very next day that our superintendent would say, okay, masks are now optional or you don't have to wear them or anything to that. He completely ignored it. So when we pressed, he said, no, 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 we still need to follow the CDC guidelines and we will be wearing masks. Did he send a letter? Did did he send a letter out? No, no, no. Did the superintendent, did he send a letter to to the parents saying, yeah, forget about that (laughs) mandate being lifted. We still have it. Is that what it was? Yes, after hundreds of letters and emails were sent to him and phone calls, he did eventually address everybody with an email to okay. all the parents, and that's exactly what he said. Is, nope, we're still following the CDC guidelines. Um, and so that really lit a fire from all the parents and students, and I think that's the key. The key was the students were fed up. 
And when we said, well, the school board meeting is next week on Tuesday, let's make sure during the call to public, where the public right. is has an opportunity to speak for like three minutes each, um, let's make sure that our voices are heard. And the students kept coming and coming and coming saying, I want to speak. I want to speak. And we weren't going to turn away the students. So we must have had 12 to 20 students who had prepared speeches written on, you know, cards and papers and scrapped on uh, notebooks and things just desperate to address their grievances with their government officials. And we were shut out. <laughs> we were so, completely shut out. We were met with about 12 sheriff department people just standing there blocking us. Yeah, that, that, that's where I want to go next. Before we get into what you guys did after they fled, let's talk about what happened prior to that. Uh, Carrie Liebick is my guest. She is a parent in uh, Vail, Arizona, the Vail uh, School District there. Um, refused to lift the mask mandate even after the governor declared in the state of Arizona that they should. So um, I'm a couple of thousand miles away from you, so all I have to rely on is what the media reported. The media reported that from from Vale that the school board members claim that you guys got out of control and borderline violent and that's why they had to call the police on you and then that the police or sheriff's uh, department agreed that you guys were out of control and they deserved protection that's the way they they reported it what's the reality so the exact opposite <laughs> that's not true at all we were about a couple hundred parents and students, and we were all just standing there talking in the parking lot and having a grand old time. It was like a 4th of July party. We were just enjoying ourselves. It was the first time we'd been out in public without a mask on. We were so excited just to see people again. So we were talking and smoothing and, and shaking hands and hugging people. And and then um, at some point we asked to come in, and the, the district refused to let us in without a mask. And even though you know we had gone into these board meetings with those of us who had exemptions just fine without a mask, that today was different. And that person stood in the doorway and refused to let us in. We asked very respectfully, and that they, she wasn't going to have it. So she just got afraid, basically, to see all these people just asking politely, can we please get in? And if you see any of the videos, the actual video footage, you'll see just a bunch of people, you know, mulling around, having a great time. Um, so she called the cops out of fear. Now, you'll see some people say, well, we were armed. That's true. We're Arizonans. We're always armed. We have an open carry state, so literally you can't go anywhere without somebody having a gun on their hip or a gun concealed carry. It's just normal here. So if you don't have a concealed carry state, that might seem scary, but here it's not. Everybody carries in Arizona. So, yes, we were armed, but to portray us as violent is really laughable because there's not a single video footage of seeing any of us violent. We are just standing there very peaceably having a grand old time waiting to be let in. Yeah, I watched a lot of that footage, and so they uh, call the police. Uh, then they lie to the police and say, you guys are violent and, and out of control. Uh, and then when the police say, no, they're fine, they flee. They say, nope, we're out of here. So school board meeting is off. They're not going to listen to anybody. Now, I'm going to give our listeners just a, sh- a very small taste of what happened after that. Uh, and caution to the listeners, it's a little hard to hear because there's a couple hundred people that are all trying to talk at the same time. But I think you can make out the most important part of, part of this. Listen. <laughs> Anyone want to nominate someone for school board? I nominate Bill Levy! And students alike with no fear of retribution. Nice! Board members, just a second. Okay, you need to have a vote. Okay, say your name. I, Stacey Linger. I, Stacey Linger. I, Stacey Linger. I, Stacey Linger.
All right, so if you couldn't quite make out all of that, obviously these are cell phone videos uh, for our listeners. Um, you heard uh, uh, people saying, uh, do we have any nominees for school board? And they nominated four people who were seconded, voted upon, uh, approved by the crowd, and then they went ahead and voted to lift the mask mandate, which is what you just heard at the end. Now, I thought I heard the name Bill Liebick. Can I assume that that yes. is your husband? That is my husband. He was the first person nominated to the school board he's been he's been actively running for school board because we have eight children so he's very passionate about making sure students have rights parents have rights so you did so, hear him nominated but so, so this was this was on the fly right this was not the plan drive the school board out of here and reelect a new board you guys just said well if they're not going to be here to do it we'll 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 elect a new school board and do it ourselves uh, is that how that went down that's correct. According to Robert's rule of orders, which seems to be pretty universal across the United States, if the school board flees and, and resigns, then we have the right as a community to elect a new school board. So that's what we did. Now, what happened, actually, and we found this out 24 hours later, they did not resign. That was a lie that was being perpetuated um, through the crowd, and I don't know where it came from. Nobody can figure out where it came from, but it was it was said so loud and so forcibly, like, no, they resigned. They just fled the building, and they resigned. Uh. We thought, well, we've got, to, we've got to do something. But it doesn't matter. What it really did is because they locked themselves in a room and were terrified of the people we live with. We know these people. And because there was a wall of sheriffs, we still did what we thought was in our best interest, and we acted on good faith. That even though it didn't, it didn't stand that they didn't resign, and that's fine. Um, what it did do is it unified the entire parents and student and staff base to go, okay, something needs to change. So we immediately, within hours, instigated a um, a recall, and we have been on the ground knocking on doors, recalling these people because the community is absolutely fed up. So they may not have resigned, but they won't be in much longer. It really did show a strong support for our cause when they refuse to see the people that they live right next door to, when they refuse to hear the students plead with tears that their peers are committing suicide or thinking of suicide. We've had another suicide attempt just this last week. Thankfully, that young boy survived. But this is ridiculous. It's getting out of control, and they won't hear us, and they they sweep it under the rug. We're one of the best districts in Vail, or actually in Arizona. In fact, we compete. Um, nationally with being one of the most amazing districts ever, but they don't want the negative press of things like suicide, so they want to sweep it under the rug. That's not acceptable. It's unacceptable. If you have a mitigation plan that is causing children harm, then it has to be addressed. You've got to humble yourself and say, we've done something wrong. The cure is now worse than the actual virus, and that can't happen. So sweeping suicide under the rug, sweeping depression under the rug, anxiety, all these things under the rug, it can't happen. It must stop. It must be addressed head on. Children's lives are just too precious for them to be used as guinea pigs about this mass social distancing, isolation, mm-hmm. putting them in. And we have plastic boxes. A lot of children have to be sitting in, and, you know, the little circles on the, on the floor for them to play in when they're five. It's ridiculous. It is. It is. It's, it, and it doesn't follow any science whatsoever. None when it comes to <laughs> children who are, who, are at, who are at next to zero in terms of risk of either getting infected themselves or passing it on to anybody else. Last thing, because I know you're on a, a time budget here, Carrie Liebick from uh, Vail, uh, Arizona. Um, a lot of us are hoping that what you guys did is the start of a movement. And I feel like we can say pretty confidently that it is, because literally just two days ago, um, or three days ago, beg your pardon, your neighbors to the north 
up in Utah in the Granite School District did the same thing. They went into yep. their board meeting, the school board screaming, no more masks, no more masks. They wanted to be heard. They wanted to have their public commentary uh, points and uh, time and so forth. And the school board bailed, and they did the exact yep. same thing. The, the, the parents were <laughs> screaming, can I get a motion to do that? So, you know, the, ultimately this is what we're trying to prove, right, is that the power really does rest in the hands of the people. And as long as you're willing to exert it the way you guys did. Exactly. And I want to encourage every parent, every staff, every every teacher, every student, just stand. Be respectful, but just stand. A fire starts from the bottom. You are literally addressing the lowest level of government elected officials. You switch the school board to really take parental rights, student rights, staff rights seriously. We have it in our constitution that we have parental rights and absolutely no medical decisions can be made without the parental consent. They can't give a Tylenol to our kids without asking us first, but yet they can put a medical device over their mouth and muzzle them for 12 hours. Unacceptable. So you switch the school board to actually believe in parental rights, you can change the entire world. Just keep that visual of how do you light a fire. You don't light it from the top, you light it from the bottom. Switch your school board and watch your entire community and eventually the entire United States change. Carrie Liebick from Vail, Arizona. Your husband is running for school board. I think you ought to make it a tag team affair. You should both probably be on that board. Uh, extraordinary, <laughs> extraordinary uh, um, movement that you guys have started. And thank you so very much for sharing the information with us. Thank you for letting me share. All right. All the best to you. Well, that's Carrie Liebick, a mother of eight. So happy Mother's Day, by the way. I think she said she has eight children. So happy Mother's Day to you and to everyone else. We'll take a time out now. I've got time for calls. I told you they're few and far between these opportunities today, but this is one of them. We're guest-free until the news at the bottom of the hour, so if you want to be heard, hit it now, 216-901-0945 or 888-281-1110. We'll be right back. Ten twenty-six. Now let's get a couple of calls in, as promised. We'll go to uh, Mary Jo in Avon. You're on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. Hi, Mary Jo. Go ahead. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Good, thank you. What's on your mind? Hey, um, this Saturday morning, I'm guessing you're aware of it, but the Totally Engaged Americans, the Tea Party organization, um, their main topic is critical race theory, and they're having a speaker from. I believe Beachwood High School, um, it meets at 8.30, and it's open to the public, and I just think it would be a you know great place to be on Saturday morning. I was not aware of that, so I'm glad you called to make me aware of that. Where is it going to be, and uh, do you need tickets, or can people just yeah. show up? You can just show up. Uh, I think there's a, there's a little bit of a fee to get in, a couple of dollars. It's not much. Okay. Or you, you, know, you, can, you can also become a member um, while you're there if you want to. They always hold their meetings um, on Baumhart Road at the old UAW Hall down there close to, you're almost, almost close to the Lake Road on the left-hand side. You won't be able to okay. miss it. It's a big building. Lots of cars will be parked there. So, <clears throat> Is there a website or anything, Mary Jo, where people can get more info on this? You know what? I believe there is just Totally Engaged Americans, T-E-A. Um, if you just Google that, I'm sure something will come up. 
Okay, great. Well, I appreciate you okay. letting me know about that. It's good uh, good to have more information and education about it. Thanks so much for the phone call. This is exactly what they're doing with Kirsten now, by the way, at the Medina County Friends and Neighbors uh, uh, event on uh, uh, tomorrow morning as well. So, you know, I love the fact that there are multiple organizations holding these events and doing everything they can to educate people and to encourage people to become active. Thank you. Uh, Bob in Strongsville. Hi, Bob. Go ahead. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Okay, I uh, heard your segment on that uh, lady from Black Lives Matter. Uh, I'd like to see you send a clip of that uh, to show your segment this morning to uh, Tucker and uh, Hannity. I mean, that needs national attention. Oh, they'll get it. Believe me, I'm sure they already have it. Um, I just found that this morning, uh, and um, you know, I've got a staff of me and Marcy. Uh, they Tucker's got a staff of 25 people doing research for him. I promise you, Hannity's is probably 50 strong. I promise you, they have the information. But but you know, it's not new. That's the weird part about this, Bob. It's new because I found that clip. But it's long been known that what the founders of of Black Lives Matter were most interested is not Black Lives. They're most interested in destroying capitalism and private property and the nuclear family in instituting Marxist theory in the United States. They study communist leaders from the past uh, and they try to emulate and put into practice their principles and theories they don't even hide it and uh, but but now that this uh, this uh, particular clip from from uh, 2010 came out uh, I'm sure Tucker and, and Hannity and all the rest of them are going to have it as well, well I hope so because that was a great uh, a great thing you had this morning and national attention really needs to be you know, looking at this. I totally agree. And I'll tell you something right. else, since you brought this up, Bob, and I thank you for the phone call. Listen, Black Lives Matter is not only not about black lives. It's about Marxism and Marxist theory, as I just explained and as I did at the top of the show. It is also about the LGBTQ trans agenda. I was the MC at the Cleveland Right to Life Bringing America Back to Life conference back in March. I saw a couple of dozen tremendous presentations on things generally having to do with the life movement, of course, pro-life movement. But some of them were also just having to do with the, the other issues that, that are going on in this country right now that are kind of tangentially um, connected. One presentation I saw was from an African-American pastor whose name escapes me at the moment who exposed Black Lives Matter for their trans agenda, much, much more so than even for their Marxist agenda, and certainly much more than the pseudo-Black Lives agenda that they have, that their entire movement is rooted in the trans and LGBTQ trans agenda. That pastor's presentation was eye-opening. And what I'm going to do is endeavor to have him on the air to talk to us live about it so that everybody can hear exactly what uh, Black Lives Matter is truly all about. Because it's not about black lives. Not even a little bit. All right, 1031, news time now. We'll come back with Tom Hack of Free Ohio Now on AM 1420, The Answer. of Democrats, please be aware you have now entered the place where political correctness goes to die. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. 
Okay, 1036, now we continue. I told you we had a cavalcade of great guests today, and we have. I've also managed to work in a few great phone calls from some uh, very enlightened people as well, so I certainly appreciate that. Everybody's making a great effort today to work with us. want to bring one of those great guests on now. I got a, a, a text message this morning from this next guest, which was sent to me and a whole bunch of other people <clears throat> who are perhaps actively minded, if you will, or ac- activists, saying, we need to act today. It's an extraordinarily important day. Our actions today have to be in support of uh, an individual who is fighting critical race theory and stopping it from being pushed into our schools. Today is very, very important. And Tom Hack, who is the founder and the leader of Free Ohio Now and the Coalition uh, to Restore Liberty, uh, is the man behind all of this. Uh, Tom, thanks for the time. How are you today? I'm doing great, Bob, and thank you so much for the invitation. I was so glad to get your email today. Like I said, I, I was not aware, <clears throat> excuse me, of what was going on today. I have since, by the way, gotten an email about Scott Huddle from our mutual friend Tom Zawistowski at the We the People Convention. And, uh, mm-hmm. everyone is uniting right now. And a lot of these organizations, including Ohio Stands Up and uh, Free Ohio Now, uh, in support of Scott Huddle, the president of the Ohio School Boards Association. Uh, and I'm going to let you tell us exactly what it is he is doing to combat CRT in Ohio schools. Yeah, no, thank you. And, and I'll, I'll start off by saying that I did not actually understand what was going on until probably 7 p.m. yesterday evening. Mm-hmm. And when I found out, I just, I, I could hardly believe it. And I knew that we needed to, to get people active and supporting Scott as soon as possible. So that's what led to this, this call to action. But, but Scott is a member of his local school board down in Mud River, which is in the southwest part of the state. Right. He also is a member of the Ohio School Boards Association, which is a, uh, a member-driven organization that represents over 600 of Ohio's school districts. And, um, and the bottom line is he's, he's, he's president of both of his school board and um, the Ohio uh, School Boards Association, also known as OSBA. And, and, and basically, he was asked at one point uh, by his constituents in, in Mud River uh, what his thoughts were regarding CRT, critical race theory, because mm-hmm. the, the school district had sent out a, a notice to the parents talking about incorporating uh, CRT. And, and he spoke out against it and said that, that CRT, critical race theory, should not be incorporated into schools, um, that it is, you know, it is counterproductive. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but it, it's counterproductive and and frankly, it's it's not going to unite us. It's going to divide us. So, so he, well, it's racist. On, is what it is. I mean, to 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 put it in a nutshell, it's racism. Critical race theory is advancing racism. It is literally just teaching people to be racist against whites. The white majority uh, has to pay a price for being white. They are the oppressors, and they must be treated as such. So it is racism against white children, and most of them don't even deny it. They don't even hide it. They acknowledge it and say, yes, we are We are making, in fact, one school board, uh, uh, excuse me, school head of a private school in Manhattan famously was caught on tape last week talking about how, yes, uh, what we are doing is demonizing white people for being born and demonizing white children for uh, things that they have no control over whatsoever. So uh, making them feel less than. So this is, in a nutshell, CRT, people need to know, is straight up racism. Whether you want to put the word reverse in front of it or not is irrelevant. It's racism against white people. Continue, please. Yeah, no, you, you've hit the nail on the head, and, and that's exactly correct. So we, we can't allow this to, to happen. It cannot happen in, in Ohio schools. So um, 
based on all the publicity that was around what Scott said, a number of members of the Board of Trustees for the Ohio School Boards Association have, have asked for his his resignation. I don't have a list of those people, but I, I know that there's been uh, several that have stood up. And then I, I know as well that the Columbus School Board has asked for his resignation as well. So so if if you are against racism, if you are for the founding principles of America, individualism, and frankly, unalienable rights, now today is the time to stand up. And this call to action is will take you two minutes. And all you have to do is send an email with the um, email addresses of all 32 members of the Board of Trustees for that for the OSBA organization, and you can have your voice be heard. And to make this easy so people understand, you don't have to look them up. Free Ohio Now and Tom Hack and his team at Free Ohio Now have done exactly that. They've assembled uh, all 32 email uh, email addresses. Uh, all you've got to do is go ahead and copy them or insert them each, copy and paste them into an email uh, with your statement. And the statement here, do you want to read it, Scott? Um, it's only three short paragraphs long, about six sentences. The actual statement that is being uh, sent to uh, the OSBA trustees. Sure, and, and let me also mention that, that people who are listening to to this broadcast, you can find the information we're discussing at FreeOhioNow.com. Again, FreeOhioNow.com on our homepage. You scroll down a little bit, and you can see the, the call to action in support of Scott Huddle, and click on that, and, and you can find all the information. But the, the actual letter is this. Dear OSBA trustee, I'm writing to express my support for OSBA President Scott Huddle. According to news sources, President Huddle is under attack for comments he made regarding his concerns about critical race theory. I share his concerns. Our children should not be educated in a manner that is racially divisive or that teaches them to judge differences in skin color instead of content of character. I'm opposed to any local, state, or federal requirement that would force a local school district to incorporate critical race theory into their instruction. President Huddle should be applauded for his courage and leadership, and I urge you to extend your support to him as well. I will be contacting my local school board members to share this information with them, and I encourage them to ensure that their membership in OSBA aligns with the beliefs and values of their constituents. And then you just sincerely and you put your name at the bottom, and literally you can send that message to all 32 members of the Board of Trustees for for OSBA in two minutes. It will literally take you two minutes of your day, and you'll be doing something that is uh, definitively positive and concrete in moving us back to a back to normalcy and, and back to the principles of America. I want to um, I want to light a little fire under people about this to really uh, underscore what's important here. If this guy Scott Huddle is allowed to be driven from his position as they are trying to do, we lose. Everybody, because this, this, no one will speak up again. No one will speak out against this terribly divisive, dangerous, destructive theory uh, that is being pushed, this curriculum that is being pushed all over Ohio schools and all over schools across the country, quite frankly. Scott Huddle had the courage to stand up, stand up and say, you know, we can't do this. We cannot allow this to be taught in our schools uh, because of all of the reasons we just described. If he is allowed to be fired or run from his position and because we did nothing or we didn't do enough, no one will ever stand up again because nobody wants to be canceled. Nobody wants to lose their job or their position. So it's, it's so important important to set the tone right now make sure that these trustees do not 
do not allow Scott Huddle to be removed from his positions uh, on on the board and on the uh, state board as well. And uh, it, it's just that simple. We let them run one of them out, then everybody is done. Yeah, no, that, that's exactly right. If this 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 year, twenty twenty one, is literally for all the marbles. Whether America continues as the the country that that we grew up in, or whether it becomes something completely complete opposite of what we we know america to be 2021 is is the year that we have to make a stand we have to blunt the force of of president biden and the forces in washington dc we need to work at the local level and at the state level and we need to to ensure that that we apply the doctrine of lesser magistrates which is where local officials and state officials stand up against the the tyranny and the uh, unlawfulness that's coming from washington and, and draw a line in the sand, and then we need to go on the offensive in 2022. But this year is for all the marbles. If we don't stand up this year, I, I, it's hard for me to see how America continues. Yesterday, I did an interview with Tom Hack. Tom Hack is the president and founder of uh, Free Ohio Now, also the uh, Coalition to Restore Liberty, talking about COVID re- re- uh, restrictions and masks and so on and so forth. But now we're talking about something entirely different but equally as important. Yesterday, I did an interview with uh, Dr. Everett Piper, who is uh, an Oklahoma nat- native, and he wrote an article um, in the Washington Times about Oklahoma House Bill 1775. And I just want to read a, sh- a short portion of this to you because it'll kind of explain exactly what we're talking about. HB 1775 is a new law that prohibit- prohibits any teacher, administrator, or other employee of a school district, charter school, or virtual charter school that one race or sex is inherently superior to another race or sex. It then go, the bill then goes on to clarify that pursuant to the governor signing it, it will henceforth be illegal in the state of Oklahoma for any educator to promote the idea <clears throat> that any human being, by virtue of his, his or her race or sex, is inherently racist or sexist or oppressive, or to teach that any person should be discriminated against or receive adverse treatment solely or partly, partly because of his, his or her race or sex. And finally, it unequivocally states that no public education on any level in the state should include instruction that, quote, moral character is necessarily determined by a person's race or sex, or that an individual by virtue of his race or sex bears responsibility for actions committed in the past by other members of that same race or sex or that any student be told they should feel discomfort, guilt, anguish, or any other form of psychological distress on account of his or her race or sex. Now, why am I bringing this up? This is Oklahoma. Because this is every state in America should pass a law like this. And do you know, Tom Hack, that not one Democrat in the Oklahoma state legislature voted for this bill? They all opposed the the statement that no sex or race is superior to another. And they opposed the declaration that no one should be made to feel guilt or anguish for things done by other people of their sex or, or race in previous generations. And they oppose this. I, 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 I don't, I mean, this, this is the nutshell that I gave you a few moments ago when I said CRT is just straight-up racism. And if you promote CRT, you are promoting racism. If you oppose CRT, you are saying we are all equal, and they don't want that, Tom. Yeah, no, I, it is actually absolutely a travesty. I, I don't think that every single Democrat in America agrees with CRT and the racism it represents. 
But it is clear, with, with what you just said, it is clear that the leadership of the Democrat Party has gone full full communist. They, they truly are part of an unholy communist cult, in my opinion. Yes. And, and, and they hate America. They literally want to replace the values and foundations of America and replace it with their own morality, which is based on government as, as God, frankly. It's, it's government deciding the morality for all the people, all, all places throughout the nation, and in a disregard for individual rights and liberties and making everybody uniform. It is, it is, it is a travesty. It's frankly, it is anti-biblical. And, and it is, as I said, 2021, I think, is for all the marbles. This is the year we have to make the stand, and then in 2022, we've got to go on the offensive. Tom, uh, Tom Hack is my guest from Free Ohio Now. I started my show today with an audio clip <clears throat> of uh, Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors in 2010 attending a conference on, quote, transformative organizing theory. Among the breakout sessions there was socialism for the 21st century. She was bragging about a book that she had that was com- compared to uh, Mao's Red Book. She acknowledges that she learned all of her uh, ideological theories from Lenin, from Mao, and from uh, Karl Marx. She's the leader of the Black Lives Matter organization. The Black Lives Matter organization is the leader of the critical race theory push right now. Is it hard to understand from anybody's standpoint, that this is not about race. This is using race as the divisive tool in order to deconstruct this country so that a country built on Marxist theory can be built in its place. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's absolutely true. And, and one of the things that you, you mentioned, Karl Marx and Lenin and, and other communists that, uh, that today's communists uh, follow, but, but one of the key things about Karl Marx, who was the founder of, of communism and Marxism, is that... that his favorite line from a play was that everything exists deserves to perish. Correct. So think about that. Everything that exists deserves to perish. So if you have a biblical perspective on the world and everything that, that exists God created, he wants to turn everything upside down. He wants to eliminate everything that, that's created. And ultimately, the pinnacle of what was created, again, if you have a biblical perspective, is the human race, Right. He is trying to, to destroy the human race. And if you think about it, the, the communists have, have been methodical. They you give credit where credit is due. They have been dedicated and methodical. They have destroyed, uh, in, in, in large measure, the relationship, be- relationship between men and women, which is the foundational relationship. If we don't, if we don't have good relations between men and women, then the, the future of, the, of, the human, of humankind is in question. But then they, they've destroyed sex, they've destroyed the family, they've destroyed every single tenet and foundation of what it takes to have a successful society. They're mm-hmm. literally trying to make, you know, everything that exists deserves to perish. They're, they're trying to implement that in spades this year in 2021. Well, you know, the, the irony about all of that, too, is particularly as it pertains to critical race theory that you and I are talking about right now, is Marx and Engels were outlandishly flamboyantly racist they 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 compared uh blacks to animals they compared blacks to simians uh their their language is is just it's irrefutable they were racist and yet their theory is what black lives matter and people like patrice colors and those who push critical race theory in what is supposed to be an attempt to lift the black race and take down the white race it's being their 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 idols here were were extraordinary racists in their own right. Uh, last thing, Tom Hack. Uh, let's get people on task here once again. Uh, get to freeohionow.com. 
Go to that webpage, scroll down a little bit. You'll find the text of the letter that we want you to send to these Ohio uh, Board uh, Trustees. We want you to send it to all of them by copying the email addresses you find there, pasting them into the to portion of your email, and send them out. We need thousands and thousands and thousands of Ohioans to send this message in support of Scott uh, uh, Huddle today. Uh, because, again, as you said, 2021 is the uh, is the linchpin of this entire thing. So, uh, Tom Hack, thanks so much for what you're doing, and we certainly appreciate it. Bob, thank you again so much for the invitation. My pleasure. Thank you, Tom. All right. FreeOhioNow.com. FreeOhioNow.com. Scott Huddle needs your help because we all need our help. Uh, Let's do this. We'll be right back. All right, 1056, I've got time for a couple here before the top of the hour and the end of the broadcast, the end of the show, the end of the week, as a matter of fact. Hopefully you have a a nice weekend planned for yourself and your family. Happy Mother's Day. Yes, you have to be a female to be a mother. Yes, you have to have been born with a uterus to be a mother. Doesn't mean you have to still have one. I love how people try to do that. Oh, yeah, well, what about women who have had hysterectomies? Are they not women anymore? They only have a uterus. You said you have to have a uterus. No, you have to be born with a uterus to be a mother. That's a fact. TJ in Cleveland. Uh, Hey, TJ, go ahead. You know, Bob, this left is unbelievable. You know, they're trying to destroy the nuclear family. That's obvious. Why don't they just say what they mean and start calling this Happy Breeders Day? Or maybe on Father's Day, they could call it Happy Stud Day. You know, this isn't the first time this has happened, Bob. The Nazis had human breeding centers. And they used them to try to breed out uh, undesirable qualities. What these lefties are doing is basically trying to turn us into animals. I mean, this is the, do they stay up at night, you know, uh, uh, concocting these schemes? I mean, these people are really, they're demonic. Well, they are, and they're anti-science. What the bottom line here is, TJ, and thanks for the call, is they value ideology over truth. They value their ideology and their narrative and their agenda over science, uh, and that's that's the bottom line here. And you're right, it is demonic. Uh, t- uh, Navy man Norm, how about that? In Strongsville, going to wrap it up for us. Hi, Norm, go ahead, sir. Great show today, Bob. I just wanted to comment uh, in line with your uh, previous speakers. As far as I'm concerned, Communist Party is the Democratic Church, and the Democratic Church is abortion, is their sacrament. And if you look at it, and just what T.J. said, these people are evil, and we have to remember that, and we have to pound this home. This is the year we fight back, and next year we take back our country, and in no uncertain terms. Go to the school boards. I heard that North Royalton School Board is entertaining critical race theory. And that came from Miss Diane Stover, who's been on this, uh, uh, shall she we would say, know. anti-say. So, people in North Royalton, wake up. Just remember. Yeah, it's 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 going on in multi. And thank you, T- uh, uh, Navy Man Norm. Uh, it's going on in all school districts all over Northeast Ohio, all over all over Ohio, and all over the country. And it does need to be fought back against. There's no doubt about it. Don't forget, fight back against CRT today. Send that email on behalf of uh, uh, President Scott Huddle as well. Listen. Have a safe weekend. Have a free weekend. We'll talk to you Monday on the next Authority. Bye-bye. Enjoy the silence.